0: Episode 100! I cannot believe it. Welcome back. My name is Laura Diaz. I'm so happy to have you today. This is Eco Chic. I am really excited about today's episode because while it is a bit of a heavier topic that I originally anticipated for our 100th episode, I think it's incredibly pertinent to the situation that we're all experiencing wherever you may be listening to this and however soon in the future you're listening to this. If you enjoy this podcast, if you like episodes like this, don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to Eco Chic wherever you listen to podcasts. The ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts are how we continue to get some super cool guests showing up. And seriously, I am so pumped about the guests that we do have coming up, so definitely make sure that you're subscribed. Like I mentioned, I want to continue to give you happy, fluffy content right now, but I feel like there's a lot of conversation happening about how climate change is similar to COVID-19 in that it's a global crisis. I also want to say, if you're new around here, I have a master's degree in climate science and solutions. I think it's important to acknowledge that just right off the bat because there are a lot of people entering the space of climate activism and sustainability that have very little formal training in what's going on in our planet and our atmosphere. And they have some super pure, admirable intentions. I'm not diminishing that at all. But I like to focus on facts and research and really encourage some critical thinking around everything that we're consuming today. So I want to encourage everyone to just take everything with a grain of salt, not just from me, but from everyone. Really question everything it is that you're consuming. I saw a tweet recently that said something along the lines of, climate change could use coronavirus publicists. I've also seen a lot of information about antiviral measures and dolphins returning to the Venice canals. Spoiler alert, the canals are clear, but there aren't actually any dolphins. That also leads me to want to acknowledge that there has been some pretty radical environmental responses. With this kind of incredible halt of all global economic activity, factories are closed, people aren't driving, we're not producing as much industrial waste, you can see nature responding. Pollution levels are at some of the lowest levels we've seen in all of modern history. Air is cleaner, water is cleaner, and it seems like the planet is kind of getting a break. Global carbon emission levels have actually fallen. I want to be super clear in saying that the coronavirus is a tragedy. My heart really goes out to everyone who has been affected, not only by the virus but also by the resulting unemployment and financial instabilities. And I also want to say thank you to first responders, nurses and doctors and CNAs and the hospital staff that make sure that you're being admitted and supplies are available. And I also want us to all appreciate the frontline workers from this on-the-ground infrastructure perspective, sanitation workers who are still picking up our trash and our recycling and the electric companies and water and everyone else who makes sure that the world continues on outside so that we can stay inside. The question about relating coronavirus to the climate crisis is really a question about how we're planning for the future. How are we going to respond as a global society when it's okay to just pick back up business as usual? We're going to start flying again and companies are going to start back up their factories and we're going to continue guzzling gasoline for our cars. A hope that I have on the individual perspective is that this time of social distancing teaches us all a little something about living with less. We don't need to be consuming nearly as much as we are. It's not about forcing fast fashion companies out of business, but just shifting our spending habits towards longer lasting eco-conscious pieces. And then on the business side, telecommuting is actually a fabulous option for cutting emissions. Do we need to be driving across town for a one hour meeting that could be held just as well via Zoom? Can we be more mindful about using things in our fridge super efficiently before we go to the grocery store again and encouraging those lower waste lifestyles? Something else that's really important to acknowledge when we're talking about the environmental responses that we're already seeing is that they're almost entirely due to the shutdown or slowdown of corporate activities. I talk a lot about individual responses because I believe that individual sustainable habits will encourage you to vote for climate conscious leaders and support climate conscious companies. But all of that is because the real villains in the climate story right now are corporations. We need to be demanding stricter policies and guidelines on pollution, air pollution, water pollution, and also we need to seriously decarbonize. If these corporations are going to continue operating, they should have to do it through renewable, clean energy sources that will not continue warming the atmosphere, period. If we're going to keep our warming below 2%, we have a little less than eight years to get it right. We could look at this as an opportunity to start enacting those policies and shifting towards that clean, green economy. If we're going to pick up business as usual, let's make sure that that's the best version of business for our future. Again, just making sure that we're planning for a safe and stable planet looking forward. I want to close off today by asking that you please, again, question everything that's not a legit news source. Don't let your anxiety around the pandemic lead you to believe that there's a pyramid scheme drink mix that's going to boost your immunity. And similarly, if you hear anything, even if it is from a real news source, that mentions we're almost at the peak or that the peak of the pandemic won't be that bad, please look at the numbers and make sure that qualifying statement is reasonable for you. It's going to be bad. The wild thing about this pandemic is that it's making us realize also that there's no one that's 100% immune to getting coronavirus. We're all pretty equal. Yes, there's people that are more susceptible because of the work they do or pre-existing health conditions, but anyone could contract the virus. And by the same token, climate change is impacting everyone on the planet, not just the poor people, not just displaced populations, not just people who work in hazardous conditions. Again, some people will see the effects of climate change before others, but at the end of the day, we are all in this together. I hope today's episode gave you some insight and some clarity and maybe some encouragement to just think a little bit deeper about this equation, essentially, of climate change and COVID-19. They are different but similar. And there really is this opportunity for us to think about how we're going to approach climate change with the responses that we're taking right now to battle a global pandemic. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Again, make sure to rate and review. You can follow us on Instagram at ecochicpodcast. It's the best place to get in touch and stay up to date with the pod, and I share a lot of really funny stuff there. And then we also have a newsletter that's available at totallyecochic.com. It comes out once a week, and it's just full of fun things to read, environmental news, updates, things like that. So totallyecochic.com for that. And also make sure that you're subscribed to the pod because I wanna continue putting out additional content while we're all working from home and practicing social distancing. I hope you're doing well today. I'm sorry I didn't open up the conversation with that, but I appreciate you hanging out with me. I hope you're well, I hope you're safe, I hope your family is healthy, and I hope you're taking this time to connect with your friends and stay in touch and make sure that we're supporting each other as much as we can while we're social distancing. It can be a really challenging time for a lot of people And I appreciate you, and I want to talk to you. And again, I appreciate everyone that shows up for this show. Hope you have an awesome day, and I will talk to you really soon. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death